What's up, guys? Nick O'Dwyer here, back with you for the 10th inning. Finally, college football starts tonight. One game tonight, Miami versus Florida in Orlando. Now, because of this, and just because of the whole season starting up, I'm going to do something that I said I was going to do earlier. I have to give you all my predictions for the Big Five conferences, Power Five conferences. Now, I've already given you my Big Ten predictions. In this video, I'm going to give you the two teams that are actually playing tonight, the ACC and probably in the next video, the SEC predictions for this upcoming season. Now, this is a game tonight that puts two potential top teams in their respective divisions against each other. Now, is that going to happen? Probably not. But this is a great way to start off the college football season. And without further ado, let's get into my predictions. Start First off, let's start with the ACC Atlantic predictions. I predict my first team now, is there really a question here, is Clemson. Clemson is going to be number one in the Atlantic division, probably in the whole ACC because look at them. They're, they're probably the best team in the nation right now, maybe against Alabama, but they're right up there with them. They are one of the best teams in the nation last year, last year and this year. Last season, scoring 45.6 points per game, good for fourth in the nation, while only allowing 13.7 points a game, good for the second best defense in scoring. And yeah, look at it. They still have Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is a junior. He is right where he should be right now. He's in the prime of his career, going to be a first-round draft pick when he goes to the NFL. That's no question. Should be a Heisman candidate this year. So he's obviously going to be there. At running back, they have Travis Etienne entering his junior season along with Trevor Lawrence. And both of those together make the backfield almost unstoppable. That backfield should be one of the best, if not the best, in the nation this season. Then at wide receiver, they still have T. Higgins coming back. They have Justin Ross coming back. Their offense should be one of the best, possibly one of the best ever offenses we've seen in the NCAA. Them along with Alabama, actually. But Alabama's not in the ACC. So Clemson should have no problem on offense this season. But on defense, that becomes a different part of a question because they had an historic defensive line last season. And now they have none of those players they have none of those starters returning. They lost all four starters to the NFL draft, three of them within the first round, and all four did ended up getting drafted. So that is the biggest question mark for this Clemson defense. Clellan Farrell, Austin Bryant, Dex, Dexter Williams, and Christian Wilkins all left from the defensive line. Will they be able to replace them? Yeah, of course they will. But will they be as dominant as they were? Probably not. Now, it's really tough to replace guys who were three top 20 picks in the NFL draft. But if any team can do it on the defensive end with their recruiting now, it's Clemson. So this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Clemson will be number one in the ACC Atlantic. That's not a surprise. But going to the rest of going with the rest of the ACC, that's where some difference comes in, difference in opinions. I think we can all agree that everyone has Clemson as the number one team in the ACC. But as we get further, let's go down. Tied for second in the ACC Atlantic, I have Florida State and Syracuse. Now, Florida State looks to bounce back, looks to bounce back from two non-competitive seasons where 
really after Jameis Winston left. Now, I know Jameis Winston has been in the lead for a while, but really ever since Jameis Winston left, they haven't been the top-notch program, top-tier program that they have been previously. But last year was also due to injuries on the offensive end. O-line dealt with injuries throughout the season. They're much healthier. James Blackman, a redshirt freshman, will compete with Wisconsin transfer Alex Hornerbrook at the quarterback position. Now, if Hornerbrook starts, you already got good cornerback, good quarterback in Hornerbrook, the Wisconsin transfer. But if Blackman starts, man, this is a redshirt freshman. If he beats out Hornerbrook, you know that you're set for the future. Possibly not this year, but you know that your team is set for the future. Now, Florida State had 21.9 points per game last season on the offensive end. That was not good at all. That was good for 113th out of 130 teams in the NCAA Division I. Now, their defense, not much better. Allowed 31.5 points per game on the defensive end. They got a lot of work to do to try to put last season out of memory and get this season on the right track. But they could possibly do it. They have a former five-star running back, Cam Akers, who looks to bounce back from a not not dreadful, but not good season last season. He needs to show why he was a five-star recruit. Then, wide receiver Tamori and Terry, sophomore, looks to break out this season. He will be the breakout player on the Seminoles team. Now, he already had 744 yards as a freshman, so what really more can he break out to do? He can get touchdowns. He needs to score for them. He needs to be their biggest scoring threat, and they'll be fine. And then their defense brings back eight starters with the hope to be much better last season. Now, their run defense wasn't great, but wasn't bad last season. They ranked 47th in the nation on run defense, but their pass defense needs a lot of work. 117th in pass defense last season. If we want to see the Seminoles get better as a whole, they need to do it on the offensive and defensive end. Offensively, injuries, everyone's healthy this year, which is big. And defensively, eight starters return. I think that'll all mesh together, leave Florida State to tied for second in the division with Syracuse. Now, Syracuse, they're going off a 10-win season, but they have a new quarterback, Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito should be a very good quarterback. But as we always think with freshman quarterback, or sorry, first-year starting quarterbacks, will they step right in? Will they be the real deal? I don't know about Tommy DeVito if he'll be the real deal. But either way, they're going to have a great defense. You know they're going to have a great defense. They bring back their entire secondary, which includes Andre Sisco, who led the nation in interceptions last season. Now, they were 111th in pass defense, which, yeah, even with the leading interceptor on your team, that's horrible. That is terrible. They have to be better. And bringing back their whole secondary tells me that it should be better. Not it will be better, but it should be better. And another hard part for them is they lost three offensive linemen up front, which that's gonna make their that's gonna make their run offense kind of stagnant. Now they were 39th in run offense last season. Good for good for third in the third in the ACC. But I don't know if they'll be this good this year. 
they only had one offseason to replace three starting offensive linemen. That's not always an easy task to do. That's much easier said than done to replace them. Will they still be a good running offense? Yes, they'll be a good running offense. But will they be one of the best in the nation? No. They'll probably rank around 50th to 60th. Then their pass offense. Tommy DeVito, if he wants to keep up the 31-ranked pass offense, he's got to look really good this season. Syracuse last season scored 40.2 points per game, and yet they gave up 27.8. Defense has to be better. I believe that the defense will be one of the best in the ACC this year. Good for a tie with second with the Florida State Seminoles. Now, going down a little farther, the Wake Forest Demons, Deacons, Wake Forest Deacons, I have at the number four spot in the ACC. Now, Wake Forest has a strong starting quarterback with Sam Hartman or Jamie Newman, which is a redshirt freshman. But either way, they will have a strong starting quarterback. It'll be a good battle to see who can actually win that position. But whoever starts it, you know that that's the man they chose. That's the man who's going to play the rest of the season. Now, Wake Forest, again, just like Syracuse, they replaced three offensive linemen. So that'll be tough. On defense, four starters... Four starters return, but at the end of the day, that's really not terrible that only four starters return. On defense last season, they allowed 33.2 points per game, which was good for 102nd in the nation. That is terrible. That's not good. you got to do better. Bringing back only four starters, hopefully those are four of your best starters, and you can kind of rebuild around them because you need to do something because 100 seconds is not going to cut it. Now, their run defense was better than their pass defense, but that's not saying much. Their run defense was good for 91st in the nation. Now, their pass defense was ranked 121st. So, all around, their defense needs to get better. On offense, though, they were a good pass offense, but a great run offense. 65th in pass offense in the nation and 26th in run offense. That, if they can keep that up this year and get a better defense, which I think they will, Wake Forest will surprise teams in the ACC Atlantic Division this season. Going to my fifth seed, North Carolina State. North Carolina State has they're great in conf, they're great out of conference, but they struggle in conference. Now, again, that's going to happen when you got teams like Clemson, Miami, Virginia. It's going to happen, but I think they'll do better this season. One of the nation's best offenses from last season. 13th pass offense, sorry, 8th pass offense, but not a great run offense. 101st in run offense should be better in the run this season. They should be much better. Reggie Gillespie is a 1,000-yard kick return, sorry, 1,000-yard receiver. The pass offense should be as great as it was last season, but the run offense is going to be their struggle. And on defense, kind of the exact opposite. Their run defense was great last season, 13th ranked in the nation, but their pass offense was abysmal, 120th ranked in the nation. Now, they lost Ryan Finley, a 3,900-yard passer, but I think with North Carolina State's game plan, they're going to have someone step right in. Will they be as efficient on the offensive end passing? Maybe not, but they will step right back into it and they'll, they'll be down a little bit this season, but not terribly down. Good for fifth in the division. Then we go to Boston College. I have them sixth in the division. 
scored 32 points per game last season while giving up 25.7 points. Those were both good numbers for them last season. Boston College had a very good team last season, but they lost a lot of players. Now, they did return their starting quarterback, Anthony Brown. They have Kobe White and A.J. Dillon returning on the offensive end, but they have an almost entirely new defense, which, how's that going to work out for them? That's the biggest question right now. It's a question mark. You don't know whether it's going to work out good for them or it's going to be bad for them. We, we have to wait and see. That's why I'm a little skeptical on them. We don't know what we're going to see on the defensive end. Offensively, they have their they have their starters back. They have what they need back. But defensively, we don't know. And that scares me a little bit. So I have them sixth in the, in the division for right now. And then finally, ending the Atlantic division, Louisville. Matt, what has Louisville been since Lamar Jackson's departure? Now we get it. Lamar Jackson, one of the best college quarterbacks to ever play. Oh, well, he's not a quarterback. Okay, but you can't really deny. He's one of the best college quarterbacks that we have ever seen. Right up there with Tim Tebow. Right up there in the same conversation with Tim Tebow. But they really haven't been anything on the offensive end since Lamar Jackson left. Quarterback Jawan Pass. Supposed to be a great replacement to Jackson. Hasn't lived up to anything. Couldn't do anything on the offensive side. Running back Hassan Hall only had 300 rushing yards last season. Now, their defense should be good. They returned nine starters, yet they had the worst scoring defense in the ACC. They should have a much better scoring defense this season, and that all starts with the run defense. They had the 127th ranked run defense last season. That means only three teams were worse than them last season in run defense. You've got to be better if you want to be a better scoring defense in the ACC. The ACC always has strong power offensive teams. Not everyone's like Clemson, obviously. They're not as high scoring as the Big 12, but they're good offensive teams. You have to be much better if you want to do damage in the ACC, and I don't think that's Louisville this season. Louisville, they still have to recoup after Lamar Jackson's departure, so I'd say give them another two to three years. Louisville will finish last in the ACC Atlantic this season. So that's the ACC Atlantic. No surprise, Clemson number one. Now let's move over to the Coastal Division. In the Coastal Division, it was kind of a toss-up for number one for me between Miami and Virginia. I had to go with Miami, though. I had to go with the Hurricanes, who are actually playing tonight. Hurricanes, not surprisingly, had one of the best defenses last season in the nation. Only allowed 18 points per game, good for 15th in the nation. Number one ranked pass defense and number 24 ranked run defense. Their offense was a struggle, though. They had the 113th ranked run offense and the four sorry pass offense and the 45th ranked run offense. Now that run offense is good, but passing wise, you have to get better. Yeah, you have one of the best defenses in the league. We know defense wins championships, but you have to do something on the offensive end, man. It's an offensive game now, both college and pros. We get that, but. If you have the best defense, you can still go places, but you have to do something on offense. You can't expect to only allow 18 points a game, but only score, let's say, 20 points a game. No, you have to score more than that. Last season, they did a pretty good job with that. They scored 28.8 points per game. 
good for 66th in the nation, but they failed, they failed to live up to the to expectations last season. Now, Jaron Williams will be the number one quarterback. Their offense returns four starters. I think this is good for them. I think that they need new people on the offensive end. The offensive line will be the biggest question mark with only returning four starters, but I think the offense will be much better this season, and you will see Miami. They'll be the biggest threat to Clemson, in my opinion. Now, will they beat Clemson? Eh, probably not. Probably not even close. But they'll be the biggest threat to Clemson in the ACC this season. And their D will be the usual Miami constant. They're returning three seniors at linebacker, Michael Pickney, Shaq Quarterman, and Zach McLeod. They lost strength in their secondary, but I think the key for them in the division this season is they play Virginia and Virginia Tech at home this season. Two of the toughest teams in the Coastal Division they have in Miami this season. I think they'll win this division. Now, going to second, I have Virginia. One crazy statistic about the ACC Coastal Division, no division winner, no winner of the division has repeated for the past six seasons. This isn't looking good for Virginia. The Cavaliers won the Coastal Division last season. According to recent history, this means they're not going to win this season. Again, the Cavaliers, just like Miami, have a great defense, 14th ranked pass defense, 54th ranked run defense, and 21.8 points per game allowed, good for 29th in the nation. But their offense, again, kind of like Miami. They're better in the pass game, 87th, but they're worse in the run game, 60th run offense in the in the nation last year. Now their run their offense, they lost two big name offensive players. Their number one receiver. Their number one receiver and their quarterback. But their defense, their defense is going to return strong this season. Their defense returned seven key starters, and they have cornerback Bryce Hall, who led the nation in pass breakups last season. I think the reason the reason I couldn't give them number one above Miami is they go to Miami this season. Yeah, they have Virginia Tech at home, but they go to Miami this season. And I just don't see them marching into Miami and beating the Hurricanes. That's why I have Virginia at number two. Otherwise, I think Miami and Virginia are going to go neck to neck all season, vying for that number one spot in the division. Now, behind them, a threat, but not as big of a threat as Miami and Virginia to win the division, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, they're coming off one of the worst defenses in Hokie history. They allow 30.7 points per game, good for 87th in the nation. They have the 65th ranked pass defense and 105th ranked run defense. Now, going based off that, they have all 11 starters returning on the defensive end. They had one of the youngest defenses in the ACC last season. That's going to change this season. They don't have that young of a defense anymore. They have a little bit of a veteran defense. They know what not to do. They hopefully saw what to do. So their defense will be much better this season. And then quarterback Ryan Wills looked strong last season toward the end of it. He might not be there. He, the run game might not be there, but their, their passing game should be strong this season with Ryan Wills under center. Now, they scored 29.8 points per game last season. Expect that number to go up with Ryan Wills. Their run game has to get stronger, but their passing game will be the strongest part of their offense, and that's what will keep them in games. And as long as their defense can do something, 
they'll be a much better team this season. Then tied for fourth place, I got Pittsburgh and Duke. Now, let's start off with Pitt. Pitt had the 94th ranked scoring offense last season, scoring 25.5 points per game last season. And they had the 79th ranked scoring defense last season, allowing 28.8 points per game. That's not too bad last season. And sorry, Pittsburgh won last season, the Coastal Division, not Virginia. But even for them, it doesn't look good for them. It does not look good. Pitt won, but they lost four offensive line stars and 2,000-yard rushers. That means their offense is going to be virtually stagnant this season. They have to rely on newcomers for the running back position, and they have to heavily rely on on a pass offense, which just wasn't there last season. They had 121st-ranked pass offense last season, so I think they're going to take a major dip in in play, but their defense should be there and hopefully keep them in games, but they're not going to be that great of a team as they were last season. They're going to be tied for fourth in the division with Duke. Duke, now, Quentin Harris will take over for Daniel Jones, the number six overall pick in the 2019 NFL Draft. But even with Daniel Jones last season, their offense was nothing special. They had the 53rd ranked pass offense. So, yeah, he was the number six pick in the draft, but does that mean he was really that great? I don't know. So, Quentin Jones is going to take over. I Sorry, Quentin Harris is going to take over. I think Harris is a much better quarterback for the Blue Devils than Daniel Jones was. But the biggest problem with that is they have a thin wide receiver core to throw to. They have about one or two wide receivers that are consistent for them. They need to rely on the young guys if Harris is going to succeed as a quarterback for the Blue Devils. But their defense, oh, their defense should be much better. Their pass defense wasn't bad last season. 34th ranked pass defense, but their run defense, no. Their run defense was 117th in the nation, but they returned nine starters. Now, they have to replace leading tacklers, Joe Giles Harris and Ben Humphreys, but I think I think their defense will be able to do it. But what puts me down on them is they have a very, very tough schedule ahead of them. I'm not really sure if they're going to be able to handle what kind of season they have ahead of them. They have some of the toughest competition of all the ACC they have to play, and I don't think they're going to do too well about it. So they're going to be tied for fourth with Pittsburgh. Going to my number six seed, UNC. UNC was 2-10 and ten last season. Not good at all. Now only four starters return on offense. They have a possible freshman quarterback starting, but running back Michael Carter should be back, should be completely healthy. And they're all and their D returned six starters with a magic but but their defense was the reason they weren't good last season. Their offense ranked 48th in pass and 44th in run, good for 27.4 points per game. Yet they finished at two and ten. How? Their defense. Their defense wasn't good. Now, returning six starters doesn't mean, oh yeah, my defense is great now, but it should be better than last season. The defense should be much better, not necessarily great, but they allowed 34.8 points per game last season. Expect that number to go down. If they can still score 27 points per game and only allow 30 points per game, that win total will go up to at least five. So UNC will finish sixth in the Coastal Division this season. Then finally, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech finished seven and six last season, 
but they only have four starters returning on offense, such like North Carolina, and only three three on defense. They, other than Duke, they might have the toughest schedule in the whole ACC. From the other division, they have to face Clemson. They have to face Clemson and Florida State. That's already two virtual losses right there. I don't think Georgia State has a deep enough group to do anything. So I have Georgia State finishing 7th in the division this season. So to recap, my division winners, I have Clemson in the Atlantic Division and Miami in the Coastal Division. Those two will go head-to-head to see who the ACC champion is. And unless unless Miami just has a great game or Clemson just falls apart, I think we all know Clemson is going to win this game. But it should be a great season for the whole ACC. Florida versus Miami tonight in Orlando. Should be a great game to start off the season. For Nick Wire, this is the 10th inning. See ya.